Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Ole Miss just uh, just finished up a pretty sleepy 35-3 win over Louisiana Monroe. It was 7-3 at the half. An absolute sleepwalk uh, for Ole Miss early in this game. They came out of the gate in the second half and, and put them away. We got to see some of Spencer Sanders. We didn't get to see any Walker Howard, which is something that I was looking forward to uh, seeing today. But uh, with the way they played in the first half, they didn't get the opportunity to put him in the game. Either way, 35-3 to the final. There are some things to take away from this game. This is going to be a, a bit of a shorter uh, reaction show just because of the nature of the game. We'll also do another uh, live stream setting up uh, Egg Bowl week tomorrow, and so we will uh, we will do that tomorrow, and so we'll do a deeper dive uh, into that. But I owe you a post game reaction, and so here that is for you. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Michael Borky B O R K E Y, and wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe to this one. Uh, just pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. I know some of you are still listening on the website. I appreciate you for that, but go ahead and subscribe so it'll just kind of show up on your phone. First point of order. So Lane Kiffin uh, and Jackson Dart have talked after the game, and I think this is kind of the, I mean, this is the quote-unquote story uh, of the day, but uh, Lane talked about it and Jackson talked about it. So last time you heard from me on this feed, we Talked about Jackson Dart uh, returning to Ole Miss in 24 and Lane talking about that on his coach's show. Lane kind of walked that, not kind of, he, he walked that back some today uh, in the press conference. Ta- said that uh, he apologized to Jackson uh, for revealing that when it wasn't his place uh, to reveal that. Jackson came up to the podium and said that, you know, he's not focused on that right now and uh, he'll make that decision when the season ends and uh, I know that's generated some reaction uh, on Twitter, especially. I've gotten a couple messages about it. As far as I understand it, guys, uh, I, I don't think anything's changed. I, I I could be wrong, so you know, please forgive me if I am. Uh, but I don't expect uh, Jackson Dart to be anywhere else but Ole Miss next year. Uh, I have a feeling, and again, I don't know for sure. I, I mean, I've tried to talk to some people. I, 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 I don't know for sure, okay? But I have a feeling based on, you know, context clues and stuff like that, that um, that was not the intended time of, of a reveal of a I'm coming back. I don't, I, I don't think, and I'm, I'm using think. I'm not reporting anything because I, I don't, you know, I'm not a reporter anyway. Uh, but I, I don't have uh, enough to where I can definitively say, hey, guys, this is what's going on, or this changed, or whatever. Uh, but I, I don't expect that anything has changed. I don't think it has. I, I think that uh, that was just not the time where they wanted to make an announcement such as that. Uh, it, it certainly sounds like internally they uh, they expect him to return and are, are anticipating his return 
And um, so if I, my advice to you essentially is don't worry about it. It's, you know, it's a weird thing that, that that's going on right now, but I don't think materially anything has changed reserving the right to be wrong as I often am. But that's kind of the vibe I'm, I'm getting right now is that it's just, it wasn't the time uh, to announce that and that will come later. But I don't think that you guys should worry um, as of, as of this moment. So uh, we will get into the actual game after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere in Mississippi, again, absms.com is the website for all of your office technology needs. Tell them I sent you, and you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me absms.com Advantage Business Systems. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They have 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard uh, like there is one in my backyard, and they always make me their priority. I needed a loan from them not too terribly long ago, and it was somebody that I got to sit down with face-to-face. I didn't have to get on Zoom or talk to somebody out of state to secure a loan, and that person still services uh, my loan, and um, I pick up the phone and call them uh, if I need to, and I can just go down and see them also if I need to because my Priority One Bank branch makes me their priority. So the football game. Ole Miss wins, uh, like we said, 35-3. to and, I mean, it was a really bad first half of football. We, we can be honest about that. It's okay. I, you know, I, I put out there on Twitter, like, after the second or third series, that, that Ole Miss is, uh, is half asleep. And, and they were half asleep. You, you could see their body language. They weren't locked in. They weren't engaged. And honestly, I mean, can you blame them? It's Louisiana Monroe. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. They just played a kind of I mean, a bunch of big games in a row, and they kind of got beat down by Georgia and the Egg Bowls a few days away. And I mean, from listening to, to Kiffin as much as I could in the post game before I hit record, uh, it, it certainly kind of, I mean, I shouldn't put words into his mouth. I, I got the feeling, here's me having feelings again, probably not the best idea, uh, but I got the feeling that they didn't spend a whole lot of time on Louisiana Monroe this week. That That's just me. I, again, I could be wrong. They could have been locked in on ULM all week long. Uh, but I, I don't think that uh, they really spent a whole lot of time focusing on this game. Again, understandably so. Early kickoff. Uh, and this is not crowd shaming. You guys know I don't do that. You, you've been incredible all year. But but not a very big crowd. A bad opponent that's lost eight in a row. And they came out and they kind of sleepwalked. I mean, you had a, a really bad drop from Watkins who never drops passes. And uh, I mean, it would have been a long touchdown that really would have made the first half feel comfortable uh, as well. You know, he had a drop there. You had a missed field goal, stuff like that. I mean, they were just kind of sleepy uh, out of the gate, and, and that was reflected uh, in their play as well. Uh, they they come out in the second half, and they bury him. Ole Miss really uh, – so you want the positive positive or negative first? Uh, we'll go positive. Dart was good today. Um, 24 of 31, 310, three touchdowns. Uh, you know, he was good. I was happy to see Spencer Sanders get a touchdown pass, although, I mean, Caden Lee did most of the work there. By the way, that dude can fly. Good Lord. Um, but to see him throw a touchdown pass and smile, and, and he and Dart kind of embraced each other after that, I thought was a, a nice moment uh, today. Uh, to, to You know this season isn't going how he expected. 
and uh, you know to to come in and play and throw a touchdown pass on on senior day and you know just having that moment I thought was was cool in an otherwise nondescript boring boring game. Uh, Dayton Wade went over a hundred yards uh, again. And uh, he's just a hell of a story uh, for for Ole Miss this year, and and I assume he's going to be back for the team next year. So that's the good defense. Uh, you know, I, I mean, ULM kind of ran the ball a little bit on them for periods of time. I mean, they had 192 rushing yards on 46 carries, so that's four per carry. So they got ran on a little bit. Again, they were sleepy in periods uh, of this game. They only had 66 passing yards, three points on the board. Had a uh, interception they had a couple of stops in their own territory I mean I don't know it's so hard to to overanalyze a game like this considering you know who it was and again the sleepwalking I'm going to keep saying that phrase or uh, alluding to that because it's hard to get I imagine it was really hard to get them focused today considering what's coming up in just a few days uh, and Dart talked about it after the game some too, where uh, he said he hasn't forgotten how he felt when he walked off the field last year in that game, and, and the the team in the locker room really wants that one. So the, the the only thing that you can really take away, the two things actually, that you can really take away from this game is one, Dart's health. He's not 100%. Uh, there was a, a time where they were re-wrapping his ankle, it uh, looked like also he was favoring his left shoulder. I mean, I I saw somebody on Twitter point out that he was buckling his chin strap with only his right arm. So he's clearly not 100%. And that was exacerbated by the fact that the offensive line was absolutely pathetic today. I mean, we, we can call it what it is. You guys all saw it. I, I don't think I'm being overly critical, and that's not exactly something that I am anyway. But the offensive line for Ole Miss today was awful. It was awful, and they're down two guys uh, Kiffin in the postgame mentioned that you know Williams might return because when you lose both tackles, you're you're shuffling guys around and you're you're spreading things out. And Dart got hit too much. Uh, there were too many negative plays, like a dozen negative plays, I think, for Louisiana Monroe here. I've got their defensive stats right here. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven tackles for loss. Louisiana Monroe had uh, to. To today, I mean that's just that's awful. Regardless of if they were sleepwalking or not, they've got a few days to figure out what they're going to do. I imagine also being a little bit more motivated will help. But Mississippi State's defense is not good. It hasn't been good all year. Uh, they're really good at linebacker, really good at linebacker. But up front on defense, they have underachieved uh, this year for sure. But they're sure as hell better uh, than what Louisiana Monroe presented. Uh, so that was brutal uh, to watch uh, Ole Miss's offensive line today. They, uh, they've they shown you that they can be better than that against better teams. I mean, they had a really good game. I, I know Pettis played, and so that's uh, – I mean, he won't be there Thursday, so, so that's a check in the negative column. But it wasn't just Pettis that played well up front against a much better front in A&M, uh, of course. So they can be better than that. But they were really, really bad today, and that is deeply, deeply concerning – with uh, the Egg Bowl just a few days away. Again, we'll talk about the Egg Bowl a lot tomorrow. Uh, Mississippi State struggled mightily. Don't let the score fool you. They really struggled with Southern Miss today. I mean, Southern Miss was down six midway through the fourth quarter, and then State had a long touchdown run and then an interception return for a touchdown. A hell of a play from uh, Jet Johnson. He was about to get tackled after the interception and pitched it back, and it was taken back for uh, for a touchdown. So, 
I mean, look, it's right here for them. Uh, they, they go undefeated at home. One thing that Lane Kiffin has done extremely well at Ole Miss is, is win their home games. I mean, they were good at home. For the, I mean, they lost the Egg Bowl, but they were good at home last year. They've been good at home since he's been uh, at Ole Miss, really. I mean, they are special in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium under Lane Kiffin. And, I mean, that that man, when you get to send the, the your most fans home happy as much as Ole Miss was able to do this year, that, that matters, man. I mean, it really does. So uh, he's made Vaught-Hemingway uh, a really difficult place to play and a difficult place to win going undefeated at home with an SEC schedule and a Power 5 team in your place. I know it's Georgia Tech, but still is just extremely impressive. And now they have an opportunity to get to 10 wins again. Uh, They didn't exactly get the help this morning anyway uh, that you were hoping that they would get uh, to to make an access bowl, but still still plenty of opportunities for losses uh, ahead of them. You know, Penn State didn't lose today like... uh, Penn State's so bad. I I, I know know what their defense is. I I know, but man, Penn State is not better than Ole Miss, and and I'll die on that hill regardless of of what happens. Uh, But you didn't get help from Penn State today. And uh, there was an opportunity there. You didn't get help from uh, Miami today. Uh, both of those games, at least for a little while, uh, in Penn State's case, felt like it was a losable one. Uh, Louisville, uh, I mean, escaped Coral Gables with just a touchdown win there. Maybe we'll see some uh, some magic later on to give Ole Miss a, a little bit of a boost. But uh, history is still in front of this team. 11 wins is obviously still very much on the table uh, they're going to be double-digit favorites uh, in the Egg Bowl. If they just take care of business, they're going to have an incredibly historic season. They're going to return a bunch of guys. I say incredibly historic. Uh, if they win the Egg Bowl and get to 11, it would be one of one in terms of wins. I know it's a program that has national championships in its past, but uh, it would be the first 11-win season in program history. They're uh, heavy favorites to win 10, as you guys know already, for the second time ever in two of the last three years. There is clear uh, program momentum building, even though today was kind of a slog. So the opportunities in front of them, it is not a good Mississippi State team. They have an interim coach. Uh, Will Rogers is back, but he was just okay today. And if he's going to be just okay on Thursday, uh, Ole Miss is, is going to win the game. If they take care of business, um, it's one hell of a season, and the opportunity is there right in front of them. Uh, we will see if they can take advantage. Got to get better on the offensive line, though. That's the theme of the day. Got to get better up front, and uh, we'll see um, how effective in the run game Dart will be if he's as banged up as he looked today. Either way, it is a win. It's a 32-point win, and they finished the Home schedule undefeated. They're nine and two going into the Egg Bowl. Back in August, I mean, this is something that everybody I think would have taken. So hell of a year so far. We'll see if they can close it out on Thursday. Live stream will be tomorrow night. Talk a lot of Egg Bowl. I'm sure some coaching search stuff as well because that's on top of mind for everybody. But it is Egg Bowl week now, and um, we'll see if they can take care of business and finish the job. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will talk to you uh, tomorrow night. If you don't join me live, that's okay. I will put that right here in this feed for you. I'll see you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.